Good morning, Top Ten Rivalry followers. It's Bill on a Monday morning. We got through the weekend. We got through the playoff portions of it. It's been exciting. There's been nothing but excitement come October baseball. But I thought I'd bring a new guest into the clubhouse. I had the, the pleasure of meeting her and her spouse and her little one when we were in Kansas City. And I just couldn't wait to get her on. And it's been so busy. But now we have her on. So good morning, Danielle. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to a new week. Good morning. Thank you for having me. You bet. I'm so excited about this. It, this is we could talk about stories in Kansas City all day long at the K, but you know, I think people as they're driving to work would be thinking, hmm. All right. That's awesome. I wasn't there. I have FOMO, so we're yeah. just gonna move on. Um, favorite baseball team. So I am originally from Kansas, so grew up, I guess you could say a Royals fan, although I grew up about three and a half hours from the stadium, so didn't get to go to a lot of games. But then I went to college in Southern California and lived in L.A. for 13 years. Um, And that is when I really kind of fell in love with the stadium experience and going to Dodger games and met my husband in in Southern California. He's been a Dodger fan his whole life. And so I think I got adopted by the Dodgers um, in my adult years Um, and came back to Kansas City. I now have the opportunity to kind of work with the Royals through our friends at Aramark there doing social media for their food and beverage accounts. And so I, I, I definitely a Dodger fan, but there's a very special place in my heart for the Royals too. And just very grateful and honored that I get to spend so much time at their stadium. So Royals for a portion of the season. Then when it comes to October Dodgers, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> well, truly. And you know, the Dodgers came to Kansas city this year and the Royals beat them. It was terrible. And so it was, it was very embarrassing to be walking around with the Dodgers hat on in front of all of my colleagues there. So, you know, <laughs> he's like, okay, <laughs> this doesn't end well for us, but that's okay. Woo. Exactly. Oh, uh, what a mix Royals and Dodgers. I love it. All mm-hmm. right. So, so then I guess if I were going to ask you, you told me how it started, but I guess if I were going to ask you favorite players, do you have a current favorite player? Do you have a favorite player of all time? So I would say currently, I love watching Mookie play. I mean, he's just so electric and fun to watch and seems just like such a nice guy. Um, He's also, I'm sure you know this, really into bowling. And my dad is a bowler, bowling coach. And so it's kind of cool to hear him talk about bowling because I hear that from my dad all the time. So we we have that connection too. But um, he is someone that I would love to meet. He is my son's favorite player. Um, He was Mookie for Halloween last year so uh Mookie for sure but I did get the chance to meet Bobby Witt Jr. a couple of weeks ago it was fan appreciation night at Kauffman Stadium and so I brought my son who's six years old um out on the field to meet some of the players and we had just made my son his own custom baseball cards and so he went up to Bobby Witt and said hey I have your baseball card. I want you to have my baseball card. And there were, you know, thousands of fans around and he stopped and looked at my son and said, you want me to have this? I can keep this. And then he asked to take a picture with him. And it was just the sweetest moment. And it just reminded me of what I love so much about this sport. And I think being a mom has helped me kind of like remember what it was like for me as a child to have those moments and to meet your, your role models, your heroes 
And so I thought that was pretty cool. So, you know, Bobby might be moving a slight edge over Mookie, but if, if Ollie ever gets to give his baseball card to Mookie, we'll have to see. There you go. I, you know, it, that story right there is going to make my day because <laughs> that is, that's what it's all about. Right. I mean, at, at some point in Bobby's life, you know, several years ago, he would have loved to have been able to do that with some professional athlete. Mm-hmm. So, and Ollie will remember that. And that's, I love the fact that he was bold to do that. Yeah. I love the fact that he was bold to walk up to him and say, Hey, here's my card. <laughs> yeah. That's- no, I mean, he is 100% convinced he's going to be a professional baseball player when he grows up. So he, I think really believes this is just like a colleague of his, like no big deal. Just go give him your baseball card. (laughs) Not a famous person, not a professional athlete. They're on the same level, you know? So there's a guy that used to work for the Dodgers in the engineering department that I've gotten to know really well. He's he's become actually a pretty good friend. And um, his daughter is in love with Mookie. Mm -hmm. And so one day he's, you know, he took his daughter out of school early and wife said it was okay. I took the daughter to school early. Um, and, you know, he had told his wife, but didn't tell his daughter about this. And so she's like, oh, dad, okay, great. Fine. I'll go to work with you. Not a big deal. And we went on, he went on to the field and the Dodgers have this thing where kids run out to one kid, each game runs out to each position with the player yeah, uh-huh. and then they stop and sign an autograph. Right. And so um, he's like, here, come with me. We're just going to hang out on the field. I've got to do some electrical work or whatever. He kind of played it off. And then she realized about two minutes beforehand that she was going to run out to right field with Mookie Betts and meet her like her idol. And like he became dad of the year award, you yeah. know, above anybody else in her mind forever more. Yeah. And it was just fantastic. So I love, yeah. I love those stories. Those are great. Yeah. I mean, I think as parents here, I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, my son as a six-year-old has very little control over his life. And as parents, you know, we are really shaping their life experience and the world that they get to to encounter. And I never want him to be spoiled, but to have those kind of core memories, if I'm able to give that to him somehow, it's such a cool thing. It's just, it's not just another video game or another hot wheel to play with, (laughs) you know, it's like those moments that really could shape his life. So that's what it's He's all about for that. me. I coach his uh, little league baseball team too. And I just love hanging out with those kids. We made baseball cards for all of them. And they, I mean, some of them went home and told their parents that they were famous because there's a baseball card with their picture on it. Now um, we went on a tour of Kauffman stadium with them last week. And for me, it's like, you can run drills, you can make them practice, you can be tough on them, but they have the rest of their lives to do that. And so for right now, it's like, how do we get them to fall in love with the sport and to imagine the possibilities of being a professional athlete or just enjoy it? And yeah. um, that's that's what I really want to pass on to him. So no. thank you, Bobby, for making that happen. Yes, Bobby, if you hear this podcast, thank you <laughs> for making it happen. That's a great story. I love that. Yeah. That is absolutely breathtaking. Um Gosh, I don't know where to go from there. That's that makes it tough. Um, ballparks. Where have you been? Where are the MLB ballparks that you've gone to? I had to really think about this because a lot of them I went to when I was young and I don't remember. And I think a lot of them are they probably don't exist in the same form anymore. Um So when I was younger, I played softball and was on a pretty competitive team that traveled out of state to different tournaments. And I had the best coaches who 
and that's really where I got a lot of this passion for passing it down to, to my son and his friends. But like, they gave us these experiences that in that moment, we didn't realize how lucky we were, but they took us to anytime we were near a, a stadium, they would take us to a game before the tournament. So I think Kauffman stadium was probably the first stadium I ever went to, but then, um, through softball, I went to Atlanta. We went to see the white Sox play. Um, I'm pretty sure we went to Detroit. Um, but that was all when I was young. And so I'm sure a lot of the experience changed, but I remember seeing the Braves play for the first time and being in that stadium and watching the fireworks and just feeling like this is like the coolest experience. Everything just seemed so big and massive and just, it was, it was such a memorable experience. Um, and then in my adult life, I obviously went to Dodger stadium living in LA. I, I think I've been to Angels. asking my husband today. I've been to an angels game, right? I guess it wasn't that memorable because I don't recall, but I'm pretty sure that we went to one together once. Um, we just went to Fenway for the first time this year, which was really fun. Um, at any time I travel for work, which used to be a lot more often pre-COVID, um, I would try to, to, to go see the stadium. So I used to travel to San Francisco for a lot. So back when it was AT&T Park, my office was right across the street from AT&T Park, but it wasn't the season. So I've been to like the outside of a lot of stadiums, but those are the ones that I've been to games. And my son has a giant map in his room where he puts a sticker every time he goes to a new stadium. So next year we'll be going to Seattle. Um, and he kind of gets to pick where we go on a trip every year and then he can check off his bucket list. Bucket list. I love it. Mm -hmm. So that leads me to kind of a, a side. So do you have a favorite stadium before I ask this next question? I love Dodger Stadium. I mean, it's just, it's just hard to beat it. <laughs> yes, but good answer. I had a great time at Fenway this year, too. Okay. Um, we had a great experience. And I love the historic stadiums. I, I just, it's, there's something about it. Um, when we were in Boston, um, so Chef John, who you met at Kauffman Stadium, his sister works at Fenway. And so he connected us with her and we went to um, a restaurant there called the Royal Reader Club. Are you familiar with this? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we got to have dinner, I guess it was lunch, um, in the Royal Reader Club before the game began. And it was just such a cool like museum experience with all of these amazing artifacts and interactive exhibits that were really fun for my son. The food was great. I mean, it was just such a cool experience. So, um, it, that's really memorable, but we did a tour of Dodger Stadium last year too. And I had been to the stadium many, many times, but hadn't ever done the tour. And the tour was amazing. Um, I, I, both of those stadiums I put at the top of my list. I like it. I like it. So let me let me throw you a curveball here. Okay? okay. And it's not a curveball in the dirt. No, don't be worried. But here's a curveball for you. Um, so let's just say you had, I don't know, the month of May off next year. And money mm -hmm. wasn't an issue. And you... And, and your husband, we're going to travel with your little one. Um, and you could go to five ballparks you haven't been to and that you haven't been inside to watch a game. Where are you going to go? Where are your uh, five ballparks? A tough question. So, I mean, I have to hear my son sing the Go Cubs Go song every morning. It just gets stuck in his head. So we're excited to go there. Okay. Um, I am really excited about Seattle. That's a stadium that's been on my list. 
Um, I would really like to go back to San Francisco and actually go to a game there. Uh, mm -hmm. Pittsburgh looks really cool. Mm -hmm. I've been interested in that one. Um, and hmm, the fifth one, probably a Yankees game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to check out some of the classics, you know? So if you want an interesting experience in Seattle, schedule yourself to go when the Blue Jays are there. Okay. Because everybody descends from Canada and it's, it's literally, you can't tell if it's a Mariners or a, a Blue Jays home game. It's That's so awesome. much fun. We went by mistake during that time. You're going to absolutely love um, Oracle Park in San Francisco. You're going to love yeah. it. Gorgeous. Um, bring yourself to Petco. Come down to San Diego. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on my list too. That stadium looks amazing. So, and if you really wanted to give, I know you've been to these before, but if you really want to give Ollie some fun, book yourself a week out and you can hit Dodger Stadium, Angel Stadium and Petco every night, like every, like one night, one, yeah. one night, the next one. I did that with my couple of my nieces and a couple of my nephews this year. And it's a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun because you see different atmospheres, different fan bases, different ballparks. Obviously, Dodgers and Angel Stadium are older. Yeah. Um, Petco. Petco's down in the middle of the city. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of food around there, a lot of fun. So you'll you'll enjoy that. That's yeah, I'm I'm excited. You have to let me know on some of these trips so that I can I can touch base with you uh, and you know say, hey, try this or try that. Or there's one guy that follows Top Fan that we follow him too. And he actually has been to all 30 ballparks and he's actually considering writing a book on where to stay and which uh, foods to get and like to give you the whole experience. That's and amazing. So, yeah. yeah, it's a good time. Good time. All right. So you work kind of in the food world. I, I will yeah. say that. Who has the best ballpark food? Like you've been to some of these ballparks. Who has the best ballpark food? And I'll make sure that your boss doesn't hear this podcast. Okay. That way you can. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to say Coffin Stadium, but I do think they have some incredible food and it's just been so fun to collaborate with them on some different ideas. So um, last year there was a Grateful Dead theme night at the stadium and I am always looking for ideas for special dishes that we can promote on social media that are tied in with the themed games. And so I um, reached out to the chef there and Troy, uh, my contact there, and said, hey, um, trying to think of something for Grateful Dead Night. Uh, looks like Jerry Garcia has hot dogs on all of his riders. Like maybe we should just do a special hot dog. And Chef John said, sure, I'll, I'll come up with something. So we walked into the stadium that day and I expected there to be a hot dog or a chili dog special. And what I found was the Jerry Garcia dog that he crafted, which was a chorizo hot dog. Um, it had deep fried ketchup. So I think they took like a ketchup squirt bottle and just squeezed it into the deep fryer and got these little crunchy ketchup bits. It had tie-dye mustard and it had a gummy bear pickled relish on it. So there were like dancing gummy bears across the top of this chorizo dog. And I was like, what on earth is this? Yes. I don't know if anyone's going to order this. And I took a bite of it. We, we took some photos of it and I took a bite of it. And I could not stop laughing the whole time I was eating it because it was just the strangest thing I've ever eaten. I mean, they took... <laughs> 
gummy bears and soaked it in pickle juice, you know, for 24 hours to make this relish. And it, I wouldn't say it was good, but I feel like the food world has gotten so precious about everything and food is not fun very often anymore. And I very rarely get to eat something where I'm just laughing the whole time. And so it was really memorable and they're not afraid to try anything like that. You know? No, they're not. They're not. Um, but they do the classics really well too. Um, but you know, I love a good Dodger dog. It's a great, it's a great marketing thing. I mean, it's a hot dog, but we call it a Dodger dog. Then it's got the memory tied to it. It's a classic. So it's hard to be. Doesn't doesn't get any better. Does it? No. Does Doesn't not. get any better. No, I actually, oh my gosh, that's so funny. I'm sitting here doing my best not to laugh as you're telling me that story because I don't want it to overpower what you're saying. But I mean, that that right there is clever. Like that's just mm-hmm. taking very basic things and saying, watch this. Um, yeah. Now, when you ordered it, did you get a free complimentary card with a cardiologist name and number on it? Or They really should have. Yeah. I mean, I mean really. pay extra for that card. They should have a cardiologist just at the stadium at all times, because I mean, if you make your way around Kauffman Stadium, that's there's there's a lot, a lot going on, a lot of barbecue. And and that's the other thing. So this year they rolled out a new barbecue program. They have three pitmasters that that share a space there that are all I mean, three of the best pitmasters in Kansas City. One of them, you can only get the barbecue at Kauffman Stadium or across the street at Arrowhead. He doesn't have a brick and mortar. So they really have some of the best barbecue that you can only get there available there. And obviously Kansas City is known for barbecue. So it's just, I mean, there are some real gems in that stadium. Yep. So, so when we were in Texas, I had mentioned to some people that, hey, in a couple of weeks, we'll be in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. It was funny that like we got the better barbecue. Like that's the first thing that they had said. And I've had both barbecues now. I've had Kansas City barbecue. I've had Texas barbecue. If you ask me offline, I'll tell you which one's better. But I do not want to answer this for fear of retribution (laughs) um, online. And so um, for those of you that are listening to this, if you want to know my answer, my answer is yes. But if you ask me privately, I I might give you an answer. So Mm -hmm. that's amazing. That's amazing. Do you really enjoy it? It sounds like you just love what you do. And how, why wouldn't you? I get to work with some really amazing people in a really fun environment, doing things that bring people joy every day. And um, someone asked me the other day if I still have like a sense of awe when I step out onto the, the field or into the stadium at Kauffman Stadium. And I truly do. Every time we get to work there, there's this moment when you step out and see the stadium, especially when it's empty, when you're the only person in there. And it's just such like this beautiful space. It's it's this feeling that I can't really quite describe, but it's just like this gratitude of being able to work there. Um, I don't feel that way at, at, at some of the other stadiums that I get to work at. There's something really special about Kaufman and something really special about baseball, which is my favorite sport. So um I love, yeah, I love it. I, I, we get to make people so happy there, whether it's like upgrading their seats or there was a, a day when um, we were doing a shoot and there was this older couple there and they had a big hand painted sign that said, uh, it's our anniversary. It was like their, their 40th anniversary and their first time at Kauffman stadium. And so I texted my client and sent them a picture of the sign and they brought down um, some champagne for them. And we were there one day when 
actually this may have been the day that you were there. There was a kid that lost his tooth and he was crying because his mom yanked his tooth out because it was just hanging on by a thread. And so we went and got him some ice cream and we told him, Hey, congratulations. You lost your tooth at Kauffman stadium. Not too many people can say that. And so it's just really fun to be able to be a part of these memories for families that are, they're coming out and just bring joy to people. So yeah, what's not to love. I love it. I absolutely love it. That's amazing. That's amazing. What's not to love about that stuff, making people feel and, and you're right. There is something special. I, Kaufman was always on my bucket list, but it was one of those stadiums that when I get there, when mm-hmm. I get there, but it was on my bucket list because let's face it. Most of the time that I was growing up and I, I was impressionable as a young kid in the nine early uh, in the eighties and early nineties. And for the most part, the Royals were pretty bad. They had mm-hmm. some pretty bad teams after they won the world series in 85. They had some pretty bad teams well into the nineties and into the two thousands. And so I didn't realize how special it would be. But, um, you know, for those of you that don't know, uh, Danielle provided for Stadium Food Girl and I um, through, you know, through another individual as well, a tour. We walked around the stadium and we were in a suite for a while. And I got to tell you, there is something special about that stadium and the history of it. And and you stop and you think about the players that have played there too over the years. And it's it's a little sad to me that, just a little sad to me that they are going to relocate at some point soon. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it is, that's what happens in baseball, right? We have mm-hmm. three very old stadiums and for the most part, everything else has been renovated. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's part of baseball. So, but yeah. Okay. Danielle, final question for you so that you can get back on your Monday morning. Here it is. I mean, obviously you and I, love the playoffs we love it when our team's in the playoffs both of us don't have our team in there right now the season's about ready to end here pretty quick what are you looking forward to most about the 2024 season I mean honestly in line with what I just said about that feeling of walking into the stadium we so we typically work a little bit during the off season we'll come in and shoot some content we keep the social media accounts going but when we come back out in March to do our big shoot for the you know upcoming season and the weather, it's starting to change a little bit. It feels a little bit more like spring. It smells like spring in the air and you walk out into that stadium for the first time and it's like, yes, it is almost baseball season. There's just something about it. And I feel like it's become such a tradition for my family to do Saturday firework nights and to watch our favorite teams when they come in to Kansas city. And I mean, my son, like I said, he has no shame. He was standing on the sidelines of the Yankees game about 10 feet away from Aaron judge, just yelling at him as if they were best friends. And it's just cool to watch him get a bit older and have these experiences and fall in love with the game. So I'm just looking forward to another season of that and building those memories with him and with my family and spending more time out of the park. It's not, not a, I mean, it's a pretty simple answer. I love it. I love it because I, you know, where I live, we have summer and light summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I mean, you know, you used to live out here. Is it? I mean, you have summer and light summer. So for us, when Vince Scully describes the smell of the air and winter breaks for spring, I'm thinking, 
all right so we went from 80 to 85 all right <laughs> yeah. you know it's whatever um but the way that you just described it makes me makes me get excited about february and march and i'm so excited to be out there in may again and to yeah. see you again and and talk more food and and if you haven't been to kaufman find the lobster uh what are they called? Lobster corn oh, dogs. The lobster corn dogs. Yes. It's yeah. the best kept secret at, at Kaufman. It's a, a, um, a piece of like, it's a lobster, a large piece of lobster threaded onto a skewer and deep fried in tempura batter. Um, and it's, it's a corn dog made out of lobster. It's delicious. It's amazing. I had like two of those things and I, I wanted to hover over those things. Like, like what was the, what, like Napoleon in, um, in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, where he's <laughs> scooping out the ice cream and somebody goes in for the last scoop, he says, "Nope." Like I wanted to hover over those lobster yeah. corn dogs. Those things are amazing. So we'll get you your own uh, tray of them <laughs> in May. Yes, my cardiologist will love you. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> that, Danielle. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending Monday morning with us. I I will never forget that Bobby Witt story. Um, that is amazing, and I just. I appreciate your time and just telling people about this. And I, I got to get you on. Maybe you and I and Val can come on or you and I and Val and Troy can come on sometime and just have a fun little chat. But I really do appreciate your time. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure chatting with you about it. No, absolutely. We'll look forward to, we'll look forward to talking to you soon and, and hold on a second once we're done and, and uh, we'll talk a little further, but top fans. This is my friend, Danielle. She's amazing. Go follow her great uh she's got some great stories about some stadiums and places obviously that she shared some of it with us so make sure that when we uh, post the make the post and share it in the stories that you're following her so danielle again thanks for spending your monday uh with us and we'll talk to you soon sounds good thank you